Man, stop a space. This is yours truly, the Dynamite King of Swing, Dave Souls. Broadcasting live. Wow. Moves music in the heart of Little Five Points, Atlanta. And you are checking out the World Peace Podcast with Brother J Mad. Dig? Wow. Check on Okay, we're here, man. Um, this is Jay Math from the World Peace Podcast. We're right back at it again, episode 50. I'm here with another very, very special episode. Sure to be filled with a lot of jewels. Wow. I have um, Mr. John Chilsholm and Kai Jackson from the Paint Institute um, out of Washington, D.C. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes, we're right here. That is us. So why don't you guys tell me a little bit about um, what the Paint Institute actually is for people who don't know. Yeah, so I'll first start off. Paint Institute actually stands for Providing Artists with Inspiration in Non-Traditional Setting. So we are a STEM plus arts-based educational organization and we provide support services to youth and underserved communities is the first thing that we do. And then the other thing we do is we try, try to provide entrepreneurship types of opportunities and education to young aspiring artists that are out there practicing their craft every single day. And what kind of artists are we talking about? Painters, obviously. Yeah, so primarily we're in the visual art space and it could range from culinary artists to photographers, videographers, muralists, graphic designers, logo designers, the whole gamut pretty much within the visual arts space, fashion and design. Now Mr. Chilson, you're the executive director of the Paints Institute. Can you tell me a little bit how the idea even got started? Well, yeah, it's interesting. I was asked that very question last night. Great. Um, it's by happenstance, quite frankly. Um, you know, I've been working for years, trying to have an impact. Traditionally, background is more legal background, corporate background, but I wasn't able to really have as much social impact as I thought I could or wanted to have with my life. And one of my clients gave me tickets to a Raheem Devon concert. Nice. And typically, if I get a moment of space, I'd rather just go to bed. But I knew the client would ask me the next day, did you use the ticket? So I was like, all right, I gotta go. So I went to the concert. I mean, he was obviously talented. Love what he does, his music. But you know, for me, there wasn't all that much for my eyes, right? I wasn't interested in the dance routines or anything like that. But it was amazing to me because there was a large canvas off to the side of the stage, a 48 by 60 canvas. And throughout the show, it was painted live by a gentleman by the name of uh, Demont Pender, Picasso. And it was just mesmerizing. It actually gave me something to do, and I saw how attracted people were to the art. But I recognized that I couldn't find him. He didn't have a social media tag up, so it was hard to find him. So I went through my network and finally found him and recognized that I thought I could help him out on the business end of the arts and at the same time utilize his artistic talent to resonate the message that we've got with youth in other cities. So by happenstance, went to a concert, met a guy, turn that into an opportunity to really have an impact on you. Is it safe to say you guys kind of represent artists in a way? Yeah, um, and I'd say more amplify and advocate for, not represent. Um, you start getting into agency and people thinking about that, but you know, I have a, a 
series of clients that I work with that could utilize art. And so while the artists are out doing their thing, it gives me the opportunity to amplify their work into new different audiences. So when I work with corporate clients, I have the opportunity to meet them and engage them. And then ultimately we do murals um, or artwork that may be decorative for renovation of offices and spaces of the like there. Kai, I don't want to forget about you. I want you to tell the people um, just about your role at the Paints Institute. Okay, my role at the Paints Institute is more of a multifaceted thing, helping out alongside of John and the partnerships, the networking, assisting in financial fields as well, and being graphic designer, because that's kind of my background as well. Coming from multiple internships in the past where it's more artistical work, and then getting to the corporate world and seeing how those businesses really operate and helping facilitate uh, opportunistic opportunities, I guess, for lack of better words, mm-hmm. for underprivileged youth. I never was privileged enough to be in a great space to where paints is a in the corporate field, but then also really helping the community grow and be better by not having opportunities afforded to them we're creating fields for them you know with the entrepreneurship club and the oxford property a partnership that we have with the visual arts academy virtual arts academy those are things that i get to facilitate on and be the behind the scenes guy i may not be the best artist or or anything like that but i get to help those opportunities for people that did not have those and to create something as artists do from a canvas putting paint on it but creating something from behind the scenes concepts visions and then going out and making that truly happen and providing wonderful experiences experiential learning experiences for people in the community to grow introspectively existentially is is amazing so that's what i do i help out with that big smile on john's face right now i'm just wondering why <laughs> it's, it's good you know it's um you know it's really this whole thing is about sparking young folks so it's good to see you all networking and articulate brothers really doing something that, that it's passionate that's the key thing you know something you can talk about all day so i, I just appreciate that that's really what the smile is about man. i really networking. appreciate you guys taking out the time um just to do the interview with me podcast creator of showbiz queen magazine i want to give a major shout out to the version of hemp um they are our new partners our new sponsors they are a cbd product company they have all types of cbd products at their store in stone mountain georgia 963 main street stone mountain georgia um the rosen hemp cbd products we definitely approve of that over here at the world peace podcast um Shout out to them, man, and uh, be happy to have them sign those sponsors, man. Back to the episode. You guys did. You guys were involved with the um, Black Lives Matter Plaza artwork um, in DC, correct? Yeah. Yes. And how yeah. did that come about? Um, we had, you know, it's been an interesting story. I think we've put up probably about three murals in the past two months. Um, started. We did some with Brookfield Properties to highlight coming back the reopening of cities uh, so we did a murals and meals campaign we did about 25 murals there okay. we then led into an opportunity 
um, after a lot of the protests started in D.C. and the boarding and the National Guard, a lot of the areas and spaces looked like, you know, war-torn villages. So we were asked by the uh, management in the downtown D.C. Bay, the business improvement district, to help beautify the neighborhood. So we ended up doing probably about another 33, 35 murals on a single day in downtown uh, Chinatown. Mm -hmm. And then once we did those, one of the property management companies saw the work we did there. They had another building over on Black Lives Matter Plaza that they were like, look, I mean, this is the epicenter of what's going on. We're talking about it's roughly two blocks away from the historic St. John's Church, right? Mm -hmm. Which is at Lafayette Square. So we adorned that with 10 murals by four of the baddest artists out there. I mean, they tore it up. And, you know, it's interesting, Jonathan, that you actually ask about that because that was really the start of our mural market. Mm -hmm. And at that time, those 10 were picked up by Urban Outfitters. And now they're going to be releasing a line of T-shirts commemorating awesome. the next week during the March on Washington. Awesome. So those are available online. Um, and the proceeds from the sale of those shirts are going to go towards us establishing an entrepreneurship club at an elementary school in D.C. So we're utilizing our entrepreneurial wow, and our artistic talent, not just for financial gain, but it's to move the community. Um, so we're actually shooting a commercial for Urban Outfitters. And then next week, actually, on the 28th, we have an exhibition that's going to be opening up at the National Building Museum. And so all of the, so about 18 of the murals from the Gallery Place collection that we did will be on display for about three months. And then we're curating a special edition of murals called the Big Six Collection. This is going to be bad. So we got six four foot by six foot, or six feet by four feet, six feet wide, four feet tall murals, six of them. Okay. And they're going to represent each member of the Big Six. And the Big Six were the leaders of six civil rights organizations that came together and converged on D.C. in 1963 to form the very first March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom. So as homage to them and in celebration of the life and legacy of John Lewis, we're going to dedicate one mural to each artist. So we have six various artists that will get a panel, and they're going to create a collection of live art next Friday and next Saturday during oh, the next March. Friday. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. going to be hot. Yeah, that sounds that's great. Um, by yeah, the time this comes out, by the time this, time. probably gonna put this out in a couple of weeks. So by the time this comes out, all of this stuff will be available. The Urban Outfitter T-shirts that will be mm -hmm. out already. So you just yeah. go online to Urban Outfitters. That's correct. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And Limited also, edition. We'll email you some of the materials once we get them from them, so you can at least stay abreast of what those things are. Sure, because I'd definitely like to get a shirt. Um, so that would be. That'd be cool. Um, one question I definitely had was, and I'm interested, this is for either one of you guys, too, or both of you guys. Um, how can you use art to become a productive member of society? Ooh. I'm like, Kai, into that one? Okay. Uh, to me, being recently in school, college, getting that education more recently than John has being my elder statesman in this case. Thanks. Uh, art is... <laughs> art, art is kind of neglected in most spaces, but art kind of helps cultivate 
a mind to be more worldly, more global in a way, because art, just like with math, is universal. You can go to Greece, Argentina, Australia, and see different monuments. Go to Egypt, Africa, and art can help you feel something. And as humans, that is something that society needs is, is to feel connected in a way. You can go and not be able to understand languages or cultures, but their art moves you. It helps you feel something. And that connects you with them because you appreciate that. You see how much time that actually put into work uh, to perfect that and to really have it going to Mecca and not to say religious reasons, but like the Great Wall of China, Paris, France, all that is artwork. And we have those to be the seven wonders of the world. And although society is moving 100 miles per hour, and, and especially unprecedented times, we get to really have the introspective thoughts and see what helps connect us. And art is a big piece that connects us that is taken out of a lot of schools with STEM. It's more science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. But that art also helps because it creates a, a connective ability through many humans and art is something that everyone can do everyone has art in them no matter how you turn it and and say oh, i'm not artistic or oh, i'm not i'm not as good as this person but you can create something and creating something is art creating something from scratch and watching it grow and blossom and having your ideas imprinted on that is artwork and every day people wake up and create something if that's a thought they're creating something and they can act on that and that is artwork the the whole mechanical system that our brain runs through is artwork and every human has that so to embrace that is embrace humanism and is a connection between every single soul on this planet. So I think that art is something that needs to be more elevated in our society now as a connection between humans. I agree with that. It's, uh, yeah, you can recognize, even if you're not an artist, you can recognize good art. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I do believe that there is some sort of connection um, all across the board. Like you said, all across the world, all across the board. And um, I think, yeah, I, I like that answer right there. Um, my last question, because I'm going to let you guys go soon, is I did see on the website that you guys have a course on financial literacy. Did you guys want to speak on that a little bit before we wrap this up? I'll let John with the IBM background go on the financial the Beautiful part. background back there, you know? <laughs> so, so, so typically, you know, our, our, all of our programs are intended to be holistic and approach. So there's three pillars to the programs that we have. One is typically within the arts arena, the visual arts space, so there's the training classes we have there. We then have health and wellness, and that's like nutrition, culinary art, uh, health management, weight management, um, calisthenics. You know, we got to fight with these kids to, to keep them active. So I think yeah. that's important. Uh, the mental health component, right? right. And then the final component is growth and development. So within the growth and development, that could be either personal or professional. That's working with them in terms of career guidance, counseling, exploration, resume activities, and then some of the basics of how do you live, right? Mm -hmm. Budgeting, financial spending, um, and having the wherewithal to really understand how to be a really good, young, responsible individual. So 
I think that's part and parcel is making sure that you get everything. Don't just get the the talents that you need to learn how to plan for pricing for your work. You need to do the budgeting on the personal side so that you can maximize things. So I think that becomes important. It gets into all layers. Um, and that's why I say the growth and development could be personal or professional because when it's professional, you're thinking about how do I price my artwork? How do I price my services? Um, how do I collect it? What are my financial terms? How do I do the accounting? How do I do the taxation for that? And then on the personal side, it's how do I pay myself? What do I pay myself? Where's my money going? How do I track that? And that goes from early ages of elementary school or to us adults, too. Everybody needs help. You know, like you think about what's been going on now with because of COVID. Mm-hmm. You got to think about it. Almost everybody's credit score is going to drop. Like, everybody. Right. Like, just because, think about how many unemployed people we've got. Mm-hmm. How many late payments are yeah. going to be around the world. On, on the business side, corporations aren't making their payments. Mm-hmm. Individuals aren't able to do it. So you got to imagine, like, Equifax and all these big, credit companies, man, what are they going to do? How's that really going to affect us in the future? Because we're just a victim of bad circumstances now that could cost somebody somewhere between 50 and 100 points. Right. So Seriously, yeah. We're not even thinking about that, right? So that then is going to, right, once you get that blemish on your record, that's seven years after you cleared it up. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about COVID is not even started to really see the real impact on the communities. Um, and, it, and it's going to be there for a while. So I think that's why it's even more important for us to really focus on having these conversations to even raise people's levels of awareness to you're feeling the pain now, that's but you're going to feel the pain later. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, Dang where we are. Man. I didn't even look at it that way, but you're absolutely right about that. Um, let me see. I, I think I got a great interview i really do appreciate you guys for checking in with me um, um and telling me all about the paints institute um where can people find more information on the institute yeah they can either go to our website which is uh institute.org or they can always send us an email to learn at paintinstitute.org all right. Yeah, I appreciate that, guys. Uh, it's been the World Peace Podcast, episode 50. See you guys later.